welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking about body image with Kristen Smith. Hi, you guys. I am so happy for this episode today. I'm so excited. I have Kristen Smith here with us today, and she is going to talk to us about body image. And so I'm going to have her quickly introduce herself to all of you. She is amazing. And so I'm really, really (laughs) excited to have her today. Okay. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Kristen. All right. Thanks, Sammy. So um, as you mentioned, my name is Kristen Walker Smith. I have to include the Walker in there. It's my maiden name. And my mom is always like, you have to give credit where it's due. I raised you, right? You have to. <laughs> okay. Include the Walker in your name. <laughs> well, your email says Kristen Smith. So oh, no, I better change that. My mom will find out and get mad. Oh, anyway. That's funny. Well, welcome Kristen Walker Smith. <laughs> How about that? Anyway, my name is Kristen Walker Smith or Kristen Smith, whatever you like. And I am the director director of Ruby girl, which, uh, works to help girls recognize their value and to unplug from the lies that the world tells them and plug into a happy truth filled life. I'm also the host of a podcast called the one minute scripture study podcast, which is intended for people who are members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's kind of their daily scripture study in just one minute a day. Awesome. I'm so, so grateful you're here today. So tell me kind of about the work that you have provided for so many girls. So I put out, um, this body image. Um, actually it was called the hashtag body positive. I put out this workbook and I actually decided to change it. And I'm now teaching it live to girls. I mentor, um, about 50 girls and on many different topics. But one of the things we talk about is body image and how to have a positive body image, what to do if you've got a negative one. So I'm super excited to talk to you about it today. Sounds like I got the right person. (laughs) Can you explain to my listeners today, what even is body image? Body image just really simply is how you think about and feel about your body. It is the feelings that you have about your body and its appearance and what it does. So if you just absolutely love your body and you're so grateful for it, and every day you get up and you're like, my body is the best, then you've got a really positive body image. But if you are constantly looking in the mirror and picking at what you feel like are um, flaws or imperfections, then that would be considered a negative body image. Okay. So what has your experience been with body image? You know, I think this is actually really interesting because I think a lot of parents and probably girls think that if a girl isn't, um, maybe bigger than what is considered the ideal for the moment, at least in Hollywood, um, then they wouldn't have a negative body image, right? If your body fits the ideal, then you must be fine. Um, But my experience growing up was of being very thin and hating my body. I found everything wrong with it that I could, and I would work on it and I would diet down. I mean, I got down to... um, a weight that was my goal weight. And it took so much energy, so much work. And I looked in the mirror and realized I still hated my body. And so my experience with body image has been that it really doesn't matter what your size is, that negative body image can happen and does happen to absolutely anyone, even if on the outside, they look like they've got the body you want. Like maybe someone else has reached your ideal. You can't assume that they feel good about themselves. They can still be struggling with negative body image. 
Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I find that so interesting because you really can have the quote unquote ideal body that, you know, we are socialized to, you know, really recognize as, okay, that's the perfect body Mm -hmm. and you can still totally hate your body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) And, you you know, be so mean to it, even though our bodies are all so amazing. Why do you think that so many girls struggle with their body image? You know, I don't like pointing fingers, but I will. (laughs) Okay, um, go ahead. (laughs) At media and the beauty industry. Um, I was actually just studying about this, about how in Fiji, they did a study um, of these women who had never been exposed to uh, media, like Western media. And on their island, bigger was considered beautiful. It was a sign of health. They then exposed them to Western TV and commercials and and media. And they began dieting and wanting thinner bodies. And, and it totally flipped a switch for these women where before big was in. And then Uh all of a sudden, after they were exposed to this media, they suddenly thought, oh my goodness, I need to change something about my body and their body image changed. And so for me, I think it is all of the media around (laughs) us. Like literally, if you think about it, our little girls and our boys too are growing up going to the grocery store with us. And at that checkout line, what are the headlines? It's about the newest diet or some star that has let themselves go and look at the cellulite on them. It is all about appearance and you go to the store and there is a huge section filled with makeup and skin stuff that tells you that what you've got going on right now isn't enough. And that's the thing is they create this crazy ideal there. It is always a crazy ideal. It is never within the average woman's reach that if you're not that, then you're not enough. And that's the message we get from the time we're kids going to the grocery store with our parents that we're not enough as we are. And I think that's the big source of our problems. Yeah. I, well, as you're talking, I'm just thinking, okay, my eyelashes, mm-hmm. like <laughs> even you yeah. see the eyelash commercials and you're like, oh, if I buy that mascara, it's going to make my eyelashes look like that. And then you get right. the mascara and it's like, okay, my eyelashes still, (laughs) eyelashes still are not long enough. (laughs) Well, no. And it's literally, there is not a part of your body that they don't attack. Like we have to color our hair and granted I color my hair. I like being blonde and I'm not naturally that way. So I do it, but, but they attack, like your hair has to be different. If you have lines on your forehead, that needs to be different. Your eyebrows have to be a certain size. Your eyelashes need to be just so like every single part of our body is picked at. And so there is no end to the products we need to buy and, and the time we need to spend. And it's just, it's such a waste. It's such a waste of time. And it just, it frustrates me because I feel like this is such an important topic because we're wasting our lives away, trying to reach an ideal we will never reach when we could be doing what we were meant to do, right? Like each of us has something amazing to offer the world, but if we are spending our time watching YouTube videos and looking up the new rules of the next diet and spending our mental energy elsewhere, then are we going to do that thing that we're meant to do? It just, it makes me mad. (laughs) I sense some passion in your body. (laughs) There's a little rage going on now. So let's back up here really quick. When you say wasting your time, like what would you say is a good amount of taking care of yourself? Because obviously it's important to like take care of ourselves and shower and put makeup on. And well, I don't know if you think it's important to put makeup on, but kind of like when I show up, 
and I'm like ready. I feel better about myself. You know, like when right. I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I, I feel better that I'm not still in my pajamas or my hair is like all crazy. So, I mean, there's two extremes. How do you kind of navigate being in the middle or where do you want to be? Right. And I think that is a total mindset. Like it has to be about what is happening on the inside, not on the outside. Because if you think about it, like my husband and I will go out to the store and he just puts a hat on and he's ready, right? Like he just shows up with a hat on. Meanwhile, I'm putting on 20 products on my face to be ready for the world. And so I think it's all about a mindset of, can I show up anyway? Do I recognize my worth enough that I can show up without putting on the false eyelashes and without putting on the lipstick and still feel like I have something to offer. So I don't know that it's like, I can say, well, you should only have five makeup products that you use. Like there's not a number. It's simply about, do I recognize my value as a person so that if I had to, you know, like the day got away from me and I didn't have time to get ready, I would still feel that I had value to offer and would show up anyway. Yeah. What do you think? Like, okay. So I, I coach lots of teen girls and even in my own family, this is kind of starting as my mm-hmm. kids are growing yeah. up where, you know, your body changes. How do you talk to a girl who's like making comments or starting to mention mm-hmm. that they're chubby or they're fat or, you know, they're not this ideal? Like, what, what do you do? One of the things that I love to do and that I do with the girls I mentor is to point out that they weren't sent to earth with a body to be looked at by people. Like that's not their purpose in life. It is not your job to look great. So other people can look at you, take that off of your resume. That's not part of your job description, whatever. If you want, like, it's not your job to be pretty. And I think Lexi Kite at Beauty Redefined, she is absolutely phenomenal. She has said that, like, it's not your job to be pretty. And if your daughter comes up to you and she says, oh, I'm not pretty. Just remind her, that's not your job. That's not what you're, what you have to do in this world. There's nothing that says that's what you have to be. If your daughter talks about how she's fat, um, again, Lexi Kite, Beauty Redefined talks about, well, great. Okay. Let's talk about why we have fat. I have fat and actually it keeps me warmer. Like when I was much thinner, I would be really, really cold. And now that I've moved to Idaho, I'm super grateful that I've packed on some pounds because I'm way warmer than I would be. So talking about the function of things helps too. That likely won't help your daughter feel better, or it won't help you if you're a girl feel better when you go to school and people make fun of you or, or tease you for putting on some weight. So here's the other thing that I would suggest doing. And it is the one thing that has changed how I see my body and it is to focus on the things my body does. So instead of focusing on making your body look good, it's focusing on why your body is such a gift. So for example, I love to rock climb. Okay. If I didn't have healthy fingers and arms and legs, I could never rock climb. So I focus on the gift of legs and fingers and arms that work. And I would suggest every day at the end of the day, making a list of all of the things your body allowed you to do. My arms hugged a friend who was sad. My tear ducts worked and I was able to cry with that friend. Or um, I was able to smile and laugh at someone's joke and it made them feel really great. So instead of focusing on how your body looks, it's what does my body do? Because you've got only one, it's a major gift and it's the way you're going to experience life forever. So focus on the gift 
of your body instead of wishing away certain parts of it. Right. And I just think your relationship with your body is so important because you are going to have that relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> for the rest yeah. of your life. It's not like you can change this body in and pick out a new one. Right. I mean, yes, we really are, you know, created the way that we're supposed to be. It's so important to have that good relationship with your body. And one thing, one other thing that I think was a breakthrough, I actually went to therapy over this because I started dieting when I was seven. And I, I mean, it went on for years and years and I went to therapy. And one of my breakthrough moments in therapy was when I realized that being thin didn't do anything for me. Like it didn't win any real friends. It didn't make me more likable to people. Like, honestly, if I was really thin, then maybe that would make people like possibly jealous because I might be their ideal. So I'm, I realized I'm like being thin. Why do you want that? And that's a question to ask yourself. If you reach your goal body, what do you get? And if it's jealousy of other girls or just like a pat on the back, is it worth it? Is it worth what you have to sacrifice mentally, physically to get to that body? If it's not going to make you more likable to people around you, if it's not going to make you any smarter, if it's not going to make you any better as a person, why do you want that body? And is it worth it? Yeah. Well, from experience, I can tell you, it just makes you hungry, which does not make people want to be around you. (laughs) I've definitely had my own body image struggles. So it's one of those things today that is a big struggle. And I do think it keeps girls from being themselves and giving the world what they have to offer. And maybe this is a little bit like embarrassing for me to share, but I love you guys. That's why I share embarrassing things about myself. (laughs) But, um, I think it was like a few, a few years ago, I had a coach and I was talking to her and I was like, I can't do this certain thing because I was like, I don't believe I'm beautiful enough to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, if I put myself out there and all these people see me, I'm like, I'm just not beautiful enough. Like they're totally going to judge me. And she was like, okay, let's just drop that. Like, what if being beautiful doesn't even matter? You know, like what about the way that your body looks doesn't matter. The way your face looks doesn't matter. If you focus on that, nobody is going to be able to hear what you have to say. Mm. And I was like, oh, you're kind of (laughs) right. But really thinking that I'm not beautiful enough, that kept me safe. And I think that our brains sometimes use our body image and the way that we look to keep us safe because it is more comfortable to kind of like hide behind that and be like, you know what? My body looks this way. I'm not going to go. You know, when we kind of let all that stuff fall to the side, our opportunities and our willingness to do things just completely opens up. Oh, I love that. I think that what you just said is so important because you didn't have to get to the point of being like, Oh, I'm beautiful. And therefore I can do this thing. Like we almost just need to come to a place of body neutrality. Like we don't even have to get to body positive today. Like (laughs) if we can just work on being body neutral, where it's like, you know what, my body's a gift and does things and how it looks isn't part of the equation. Cause I see women online and they're like, Ooh, body positive. Check me out in a bikini with all my roles. And I'm like, I'm not comfortable with that, but I am certainly grateful for my body and I can do the things I want to do with it. So I I think that's such a beautiful point that you put out there that it's not even about like, I have to get to the point where I'm posting bikini pics. I just have to get to the point where I put that aside and it's neutral to me. I think that's so great. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is like, okay, it's not like 
we can take a poll in the world and be like, okay, Sammy's beautiful, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> There's really no way to know. And yeah. I mean, opinions are going to be all over the place. So if there's no truth to be found in whether or not I'm beautiful or not, it's like, okay, why not just believe that I am beautiful? Because right. there's really no way to prove it. Right. Or why not just believe that I have a great, awesome, good looking body because I want to believe that. And because mm. there's no way to prove, you know, whether, <laughs> whether or not my body looks good. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's everybody's opinion. Yeah. Everybody's going to have a different opinion. The women in Fiji are going to be like, no, you're way too skinny. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> aliens, if they saw a body, they'd be like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> right. Yes. So, I mean, it really is all just a matter of opinion. And I don't think it's to really focus on and find truth in the matter, but really, you know, believe what is going to help you feel good. Yeah. No, I think you're exactly right because, you know, we think that what the media says is truth, but they're still changing every day. Like it used to be like, oh, you had to be super thin, but now it's, you got to be thin and muscular and have curves in just the right places. And it's no wonder, like one of my, one of my favorite statistics is that 91% of women and girls are dissatisfied with their body shape. And it's no wonder because we don't even know what the ideal is because it changes every day. We just know we're not it. Right. So what if we just changed our opinion and we were like, this is it. This is awesome. Totally. Well, and you're saying that I'm thinking about my eyebrows <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, maybe like, well, 10 years ago I had super thin eyebrows because that oh, was, yeah. that was the thing. And so like the last few years I've been trying really hard to grow up my eyebrows. <laughs> right. They look great by the way. Like I'm over here with eyebrow envy because mine are so thin and yours are so thick. See, we're doing it right now. Oh we're yeah. I'm, to- I'm totally doing it, but it's just funny to be like, okay, well, thin eyebrows aren't in anymore. I need to get right. my eyebrows grown out to be like feathery. And you know, yes. because what beauty is, is constantly being redefined and right. we're, you know, being shown different images. Like the girls now they have feathery eyebrows. Those are the mm-hmm. thing. And so in order to be beautiful, you have to have those feathery eyebrows, which is just kind of a funny example that I am totally growing my eyebrows out. (laughs) I'm following the fads. (laughs) But again, I don't think that's a big deal. Like as long as that is just something you're doing and it's not what defines you again, I think that's okay. Like, I don't think the point of this episode is to say, don't ever do makeup. Don't grow your eyebrows out. It's just that that needs not to be, that needs to not be what defines you and what gives you your value. Like, I think that's the end point. Yes. My, yes. My eyebrows do not create my value. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though they're fabulous. Okay. <laughs> what do you think are some things that teens can do to just have a healthier mindset around our bodies? Oh, goodness gracious. One of the things that I think is so helpful is to check yourself on social media, because that is one of the biggest sources of comparison that we have, right? Because we just see these highlight reels of people's life, right? That's what people call Instagram. It's the highlight reel of someone's life. And so personally, what I did is I went through my Instagram and I unfollowed absolutely anyone that caused me to compare my body either positively or negatively. If I looked at someone and I said, oh, I'll never get that body. Or if I looked at someone and said, ooh, at least my body's better than theirs. I unfollowed all of them because I realized that any comparison 
was pulling me down. And it was making me think of my body, like beauty redefined says, it was making me look at my body as an ornament, as something to be looked at. And so instead I started following people who are either like neutral that I don't even think about my body or kind of empower me to do great things with my body. I love rock climbing. So I follow rock climbing, um, people on social media and yeah, they might show their muscly arms, but I'm more interested in the fact that, oh my gosh, look at that climb they're doing. Look at that, you know, position they're in. So I think a social media cleanse is probably the biggest thing that girls can do because that is such a huge influence on them every day. And it's in their faces every day and it's influencing how they feel about themselves. So that, and the body gratitude lists are two of the biggest things that have influenced the way I see my body every day, but I don't know. What do you think? Well, I just think that the comparison piece is huge where, you know, you, you subject yourself to images and social media and you're constantly looking at these things. So that's what your brain tells you. That's what we get socialized to believe is, you know, the right thing. And then, so we are constantly comparing ourselves to that. And when we compare, we end up feeling like I can't be happy unless I look like that. And so I just think the comparison in that sort of way is just so harmful because we are basing our happiness on that one thing. And I actually, I should have mentioned one of the other things I think is so helpful is to get really, really, um, I don't know what the word is critiquey. Let's make that a word. Okay. Really critiquey. It's official of, of media. Like when you're watching shows, I watched a Christmas movie this season that I absolutely love. But for the first time I looked at it and I thought, how are they objectifying women? How are they, you know, putting forth the idea that women have to have a certain body and oh my gosh, I noticed that, okay. One of the male characters was able to be like 50 something and kind of funny looking, but the girl was like twig thin and super young. And so I think if we are just more aware of the messages bombarding us, if we critique more of what we see, instead of just accepting it and being like, oh, of course, Like look at it and try and figure out what's the difference. Why are all of the women's bodies like this? Why would that be? Or why are the men allowed to wear really baggy clothes and the women are all really in form-fitting clothes? Like starting to question media, that brings so much power because then you're not just taking it in and believing it as truth, right? That's where we start to question what is real. That brings a lot of power. So I would say those three things, then questioning media, doing a social media cleanse and trying to find gratitude for the things your body does rather than just focusing on how it looks. I think awareness that I always teach is the first part of changing Mm. anything is that awareness to realize, okay, what kind of messages are just like being thrown at me that I'm not even thinking of, you Mm. know, and that I'm just kind of like internally putting them into my brain. And so, yeah, I think awareness is really huge. So do you have any personal stories or experiences you want to share with us? (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. So many, so many. (laughs) Um, I think the one that has been the most powerful and potent, and it was actually like the moment when I realized that I could either spend the rest of my life hating my body or I could make a serious change. And I've shared it before with some audiences. So I hope this isn't a repeat to anyone. Uh, But I had a friend uh, years ago who had cancer, beautiful friend, just wonderful person. I loved hanging out with her because she was just so genuinely kind and saw the best in me. Like every time I was with her, I knew that she thought I was like the stuff, right? Like, I'm like, I'm amazing every time I was with her. So I went to visit her and the cancer was pretty far along 
long stage four. And she knew she was going to die. But as we were sitting together, she kept making comments about the size of her thighs or about how she wished that she had lost weight before she got cancer or about how her pants didn't look good on her legs. Like they made them look bigger than normal. And as I'm sitting there with my friend, I just kept thinking, I'm like, you have cancer and you are dying. And the number one thing, the top of your mind right now is how you look. And when I left, I just realized it brought me to tears that like, it never stops. Like it does not stop for cancer. It never stops. And I realized I'm like, I can't wait to grow out of this. This isn't something that's going to go away without effort. And I realized that if I didn't do something, if I didn't make radical change, then I could be her someday. I could be her at the end of my life, wishing that my thighs looked smaller. And so that was the moment that kind of switched things for me. It didn't kind of, it totally switched things for me. And I decided that I did not care what I had to do. I ended up gaining weight. I realized that my life wasn't going to fall apart. When I gained weight, I went to therapy. I went to a dietitian. I did everything I could. And I've gotten to the point now where I can honestly say, I love my body and I am so grateful for it. You're not going to see me posting bikini pics, but I'm also not going to be talking to you about the size of my thighs. And so I just, I would encourage anyone who is listening to, to recognize that if you right now hate your body, it won't end with a diet and it won't end with the next lifestyle change. And it won't end if you just work out hard enough that it never stops until something inside of you changes and it's worth making that change. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that story with us. That's amazing. I do love the point where it doesn't go away. If your Mm -hmm. brain is already wired to think that way. It's not something that you just grow out of. And you teen girls, if you are struggling with your body now, you know, as you get older and older, it's not like it's just going to go away. You know, you're building that relationship with your body now. And so in order to have a healthy relationship with your body, I love how you say that it takes work. It's something Mm -hmm. that you have to purposely control your thoughts on and work on and put in the effort. It's so worth it though. So worth it. And that's the thing. I think people think that happiness depends on how you look. And it's very interesting to get to the other side and realize that was not it at all. Yeah. Like it was never the weight that was the issue. It was what was happening in my brain about the weight. So it's a big change. Yeah. You guys, you should see her face when she said, I love my body. I wish you could all (laughs) see her face because it was, it was really just like said with so much confidence Mm -hmm. and just like a calmness and a peace where, you know, it, how amazing does that feel to say, I love my body? I never thought I would say it in my life. I never thought I would get to that point. So I just, I want everyone to feel this. This is why I do what I do, right? It's because I don't want anyone to have to carry the weight of body shaming and self-hatred around like I did. Like, it's just, it's so possible to be happy in your body. You just have to find that mental shift. Yeah. So any last words you want to share with the teens today? You know what? I think that being a teenager, anyone will tell you that is the hardest time. It is the hardest time because you are changing. The world around you is definitely changing and you are receiving so many messages about who you need to be, to be acceptable and loved. And so my only message is that you are enough exactly as you are. And that there is something every day that you need to do that no one else can do. 
right? Like there is some person you can influence. There is something that you can do that will change one person's world. And so if we just focus on who we are and the great things we have to do, man, the rest of this just does not matter. Whether you have a thigh gap does not matter. Your mission on this earth has nothing to do with the size of your genes and you have so much to offer the world. Oh, you are just the best. (laughs) You are amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Guys, Kristen Walker Smith is so cool. She's this little blonde thing I'm staring at and she's super <laughs> smiley. So thank you so much for joining us today. You're so welcome. If, so if welcome. people want to like find your work or get that body image workbook, you know, yeah. join your mentor group about or getting help with their body image, where do they go? Um, I can be found online at Kristen Walker Smith. Don't forget the Walker guys. I know it's super important. (laughs) Yes. My mom will find you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I also am doing, it's called the body image breakthrough with, um, Megan Stoker, who is a nationally board certified health and wellness coach. We're actually doing something for mothers and daughters. It's called body image breakthrough. And you can find that on rubygirl.org. We'll be working on there. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sammy. If you are interested in my one-on-one coaching programs for teens and their parents, visit my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com.